Live on the Exeter Sports Network from the deck of the new Birdies Inn, it's the Exeter Fall Sports Celebration. A review of the fall sports season at Exeter High School featuring interviews with players and coaches. Now to your hosts, Darren Ziner, Jerry Gelliff, and Ava Strauss. And once we have that taken well, care okay. of. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We're good now. Good afternoon, everyone. Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live from New Birdies in for today's celebration of all that is Exeter Eagle Fall Sports. We are going to cover each one of them, highlighting the most important part of high school sports, and that's the athletes. So if you're out there right now, you've participated in a fall sport, here's where your anxiety level goes up because we'll probably be searching for you in a little bit. So I'm just warning you ahead of time, prepare your answers just like the celebrities do because you will be one today, and we'll have a good time with that. So there's a lot to cover in the next hour or so, but we're going to get going. It's very off the cuff. We're going to have some banter up here. Of course, we're going to include you as well. What a better way to start. We're going to start with cheerleading. I don't know if we have, well, I do know. First off, there's two sets of cheerleaders, as I understand it, okay? I'm not going to profess that I'm the most knowledgeable when it comes to cheerleading. But I know there's the cheer competition, and there's varsity cheer. Okay. So we'll have two separate rosters that we will provide. Okay. So first off, and here's where I go to... And I've got to give props. I don't know who handles this, but I had absolutely no roster for competition cheer. Right. I reach out, find an email address on Facebook, and within, I kid you not, 10 minutes, I've got a response, the entire competition cheer roster, and that allows me to be ready for today. Well, that's impressive. Very impressive indeed. All right. So we're going to start with competition cheer. First off, let's give those accolades. They're county champs, regional champs. Yeah, let's hear it. And as I understand it, they're going to nationals in February, which is impressive as well. And guess what? They are, again, the county champs. They're the District 3 champions. So congratulations to competition cheer. And here you go. We are going to give you the entire roster, so bear with us as we go through this. Catherine West, we're going to start with the freshmen, and we'll move our way up to the seniors. So with the freshmen, Catherine West, Josephine Vogel, Lily Sidor, Ava Domenico, Kariana Beck, Corinne Stout, Cassidy Shaner, Chelsea Raikiru. Oh, and here's where we make the old, if we screw up a name, you're allowed to yell at me if you happen yeah. to hear me say something and you're like, yeah, right, that's not it. You can let me know. All right, so let's continue. Ava Beekert, Abigail Reiniger. Those are the freshmen moving to the sophomores. Kaylee Shettle, Angelie Sierra, Taylor Rotelli, Emma Fetich, Julicia Yates, and that's all for these... Oh, wait a minute, I continue here. Uh, Peyton Strauss, Jessica Saunders, Peyton Snyder, Avery Greider, Victoria Cachese, Brianna Butzer, Taylor DiPiero, Kendall, oh, wait a minute, that's the, the sophomores. We move to the juniors, Kendall Mosteller, Aliana Kunhart, Trinity Graham, Madison Engel, Arabella Garretson, and the seniors on the squad, Brianna Schunk, Emily Santos, Kaylee Mirzwinski, 
Falney Oswald, Lily Clouser, and Aubrey Audge. Let's hear it for all of the competition cheerleaders. Now we go to varsity cheer. Varsity cheer again. We go to in no particular order this time. Kaylee Mirzwinski, Emily Santos, Fall. Is it? How would you pronounce that? Somebody help me. F A L L Y N E. Fallon. Fallon. Ah, oh, Fallon. Thank you. See, there you go. It's a guy thing. I don't know. Uh, Fallon Oswald, Aubrey Audge. Let's take Lily Clouser, Brianna Schunk, Aliana Kuhnhart. Here we go over here. Kendall Mosteller, Arabella Garretson, Trinity Graham, Madison Engel, Brianna Butzer, Peyton Rafe Snyder, Taylor DePiro, Victoria Cachese, Avery Grider, and Jessica Saunders. So let's hear it for Varsity Cheer. They're out there in the elements, wherever they may be, cheering on their teams and appreciative of their efforts as well. You know, talking about cheerleading, I'll go back to when I was raising, I have three girls, several of them participated in cheer when they were younger. And of course, guys, it's what we do. We see cheerleading sometimes when we're younger. Yeah, cheerleading, whatever. But I'll tell you what, there is a lot to cheerleading as far as what you can learn from it. Darren, I watched the cheerleaders during the football games, and I'm amazed. Like, like who's climbing up onto the top? Like, 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 I wouldn't have the guts to do that. And the athleticism that it takes to put these routines, to bring them to life, rather. It's very impressive. Yeah, I'll say as far as the Flyers are concerned, you know, they get to the top height, which 20 feet, wherever they're getting launched to. And, and of course, then they do that layout. My hips are screaming at that point because <laughs> there's absolutely no way I'd be able to uh, handle that. Do we happen to have any cheerleaders out there? Uh, Ava already has found them, Ava's so them we are going to have the young ladies stand up, tell us who she is. Go ahead, Ava. Who are we talking to? Arabella Gerritsen. Arabella. Hi, how are you today? Oh, and you know, you're pointing out somebody else over there who's a little too shy to stand up, I'm sure. All right, so tell us about your experiences. Tell us what teams you've been on, and tell us about your experiences this season. Well, um, I started sideline cheer when I was in ninth grade, but this is my first year of competition cheer, and it's been really enjoyable, and we're really close as a team, which is really nice, and I think that that's also helped us win because we're so supportive of each other at practices and such. All right, so as far as something that's always amazed me, your competition, as far as your, your performances, everybody has to be in unison, things of that nature. Is that, is that hard to do? I mean, how many girls do you have, first off, learning this performance, and now all of you have to come in and do it uniformly? Um, I'm not sure how many of us there are, but it's pretty hard, but we start over the summer to start working on timing and stuff like that, so we've been working on it for a long time. One last thing. Tell us about your coaches, who they are, and tell us how they come across to the team. Um, well, our head coach is Miss Parker, and 
She's um, a really good leader. She definitely helps lead everyone. And then we have Coach Molly, Coach Sid, Coach Carly, Coach Rebecca, and they definitely help keep everybody in check. Fantastic. They do a great job. Again, District 3 champions for the competition cheer. An absolutely awesome year for that. Arabella, we appreciate your time. Everybody, let's hear it for both sides of cheer this fall season. All right, now we probably have about nine or ten sports. Now some have the boys as well as the girls. And we're going to go to cross country. So cross country, the boys and the girls teams, an absolutely phenomenal season, as you'll hear. Jerry, have you ever run long distance? The only running <laughs> I've ever done is from police, so I can't <laughs> honestly say no. I'm uh, certainly glad to hear that. All right, so as we go through, as far as finding the roster here, we are going to do the girls first, and what a season they had. They finish 6-1 and one in the league, second in Burks 1 overall, 14-1. and one. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, it is. They win the Gettysburg Invitational Championship. They win the 2023 BCIAA Girls Cross Country Championship. There was a third-place finish at the 3A finish. Gabby Keith finishes fourth overall. There's a state qualification. The accolades, Jerry, on and on. Yeah. So, so how many county championships in a row do we have? What is it? Is it three? It very well could two. be. It's oh, two. We're getting two. All right, and we'll have this for you in a second if my phone will cooperate. Well, before we even get to that, how about, uh, let's see, girls cross country. Who do we have in the room? Anybody from girls cross country? And we do indeed, of course, Ava has found them. She's already ready. She's already ready. All right, so tell us who we have. We'll get to the roster in a second. Tell us who we have. Gabby Keith. Gabby Keith, wow, how about that? She was fourth overall, and now we have her, okay? So awesome. how long have you been running, Gabby? Um, probably since I was in, like, third grade. Third grade. Now, was there any particular reason you started, or it was just a matter of you were drawn to it? Um, my dad is, like, a cross-country coach, so he, like, really influenced me on starting running. And were you initially a sprinter? Were you long distance? What did you start as? Um, I started with distance, and I've just always run distance. You've always run distance. So something as far as distance, I was always a sprinter, all right? How do you keep your breathing going? I, I mean, I run anything more than, you know, 110, and I'm huffing and puffing. What's, what's the secret? I think, like, I don't know. I don't really think about it. I think, like, the longer you run, you just, like, like you don't really think about it when you run. It's just, like, like a mental thing. Mm -hmm. Jerry, do you have a question? No, I'm good. Hey, Ava, how about you? Question? No, I don't have any questions. Just congratulations, Gabby. That's a really great accomplishment. Yeah, okay, sure. You both hang me out to dry. I get it. I see how it works. All right, Gabby, appreciate your time. Congratulations on a fantastic year. Appreciate your time. All right, do we have any other cross-country girls in the room? I saw some fingers being pointed. Hi, how are you? And you are? Carly Keith. Carly Keith. You wouldn't be sisters, would you? Huh, yeah. All right, Carly. So I'm going to ask the same thing. Are, now, who's the older one? I am. You're the older one. All right. Yeah. So did you start running 
because of Gabby, or you had your own agenda? Um, yeah, kind of like because of Gabby and my dad also. And, and what's the competition like? I mean, you're sisters anyway, but now you're running against each other. Tell me what your competition is like. Yeah, we're pretty competitive with each other, with like throughout races, like going back and forth with each other. Like who, wi- who wins this race and then like that. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And you use that to push each other on, right? Yeah. All right. Well, ladies, again, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate it. Again, congratulations on an absolutely fantastic year, Mom, Dad. Just amazing. I mean, obviously, the amount of time that parents put into their kids and all of the activities over the years. So congratulations to you as well. Again, appreciate your time here this afternoon. Congratulations. Okay, oh, we go. have a freshman. Okay. We have a freshman. Here we go. So, tell us who we're talking to. I'm Maddie McAuliffe. Maddie, how are you doing? There you go. Let's hear it for her. All right, Maddie, how long have you been running? This is my first year ever running cross country. Your first year. Tell yeah. us how it went. It went really well. I mean, it was, it was a bit difficult at first, but then once you settled in, it was a lot of fun. All right. Now, running cross-country, help me out here. How far is the course? Um, the course is about three miles long, but as you get going, it, it depends on the course. It can feel longer or a lot shorter as well. Yeah, I'm sure it could feel a lot longer. All right. So your first year, so how are you approaching it? Are you just kind of putting, you know, jumping in and saying, you know what, let's see how this goes? Well, it's important to take it slow at first because you don't want to jump right in or you could hurt yourself easily, and I had to learn that firsthand, but it was a lot of fun once I got to know it better and got it going. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, Again, a grand... uh, The other thing, too, and I'm going to go back to the girls here a second. Uh, Tell us what it's like with the older girls. You're a freshman. We always talk about the veteran leadership bringing the younger teammates on. Tell us what they mean to you from the veteran leadership standpoint. The Cost Country group as a whole was such a great experience for me. I mean, they all welcomed me in like I was always a part of the group, and they really helped me become a better runner and a better person as a whole. It was really an awesome experience for me. All right, fantastic. Well, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Let's hear it for thank you so much, Girls Cross Country. Again, fantastic. We are going to go through the roster, I think. All right, so girls cross country. Here was your phenomenal team. Addison Matthews, Sabrina Panford, Harper Adams, Katie Nuss, Adriana Fick, Sophia Jones, Cassandra Miller, Gabby Keith, who you heard from, as well as Carly Keith, Maddie Holbrook, Maddie McAuliffe, which you heard from, Michaela Thomas, Kira Spencer, Abigail Smith, Coach Russ Keith. So let's hear it for the coach, obviously doing a fantastic job there. My Red Dolan, Charlotte Delena, Addie McKittrick, Malia Emery, Becky Cherry, Mackenzie O'Brien, and also Coach Kim Shaw. So again, congratulations, girls cross country. An absolutely phenomenal season. Now, if there was anything to jump one over that, unfortunately, and I say that for the girls, the boys, although it's phenomenal, did just that. Finishing the season in cross country, a 7-0 league record, 
Burks won champions, an overall unblemished record of 15-0. They win the 2023 BCIAA Boys Cross Country Championship for the third straight year, 21, 22, and 23. Sophomore Chase Chowdhury finished fourth with a time of 16.51. Slater Von Stetten finished sixth in 16.55. Jason Netter finished eighth with a time of 17 minutes. And also contributing, senior Michael Sherman, senior Lucas Newell. So obviously fantastic times for the championship. The boys, an amazing season. And I'm going to let you talk while I find their roster. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for it, Darren. I'm ah, sorry. sorry. I, I you know, so sprung it on you. So do we have any of the boys' team here? You have somebody? You have somebody designated? We can talk to the coach. Who do we want to talk to? Okay. Sure. Who do we have? Slater. I'm Slater Von Staten. Slater Von Staten. All right, Slater. What are your events? Uh, I run the 5K in cross country. Okay. 5K is like four Three, miles. 3.12. Three, I was close. He was very close. <laughs> you can tell Jerry's not a runner. <laughs> you can also tell I'm American because I don't know what a K is. <laughs> so, so are you, uh, what year are you? I'm a senior. You're a senior. How has your career developed from when you started? It definitely started off slow, but in my junior year is when I started to get really good. All right, so tell us, as a senior, obviously the team consists of juniors, sophomores. What kind of veteran leadership are you looking to give them? They're the next group. You guys have won three in a row. What's, what's the leadership? You're, you're setting that example. What are you telling them that, hey, look, now it's your turn? I think we've taught them about how to be dedicated and all the hard work that goes into winning. And I think that's why we're so successful year after year is because everyone else learns and then new leaders turn up and then they can just tell everyone else what to do. So when we leave, we have someone else take our place. So tell us about your coaches. Tell us who they are. I'll read that off in a second. Uh-oh, there was the smile. He looks to the side. So we'll see exactly how colorful he gets here. Tell us who your coaches are. Tell us what they mean to the team. So Coach Todd is our coach, and we have uh, Jason Holbrook is our other coach. But Coach Todd is like our head coach. Uh, he's a pretty interesting guy. <laughs> he's, he's a nut. But yeah. Elaborate on that. You, no, wait a minute. He's watched enough, apparently, professional interviews. He knows what to say. So nicely done. He, uh, he puts all the fun into running. So that's why I fell in love with it. He's just a great coach. Fantastic. All right. Well, again, Slater, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Congratulations on an absolutely fantastic season for boys cross country. We're going to go through the roster here for you. First off, let's hear it for Slater. Well, let's see if I can turn this around or not. All right. Here are your athletes for boys cross country. Jonah Gates. George Shadowski, Michael Sherman, of course, Slater Von Stetten, Lucas Newell, Devin Ravert, Nathan Garris, Zachary McCormick, Nico Grill, Isaac Mel, Augustus Stuhlman, Michael Fisher, Connor Rohrbach, Richter Bogus, Trent Jordan, Jason Nestor, 
Dylan Holland, Jack Schlegel, Chase Chowdhury, Daniel Wright, Brady Weitzel. Then we go to Nicholas Pasquale, Dylan Taffel, Liam Carpu, Coach Robert Wickstrom, Coach Todd Witkowski, Coach Jason Holbrook, Noah Gates, Chase Ryan, Esteban Shadowski, Connor Stoltzfoots. Tell me, let's see here. What's Frank's last names? Can somebody... What, what's Frank's last name? Conti. Conti. All right, Frank Conti. It was, it was blocked by a little, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Thomas Curry, Cameron Bame, Ryan Cherry, Ian Carr, Jaron Sinclair, Cameron Klein, and Alec Grill. So let's hear it for the boys cross country as they complete an undefeated season. We go to field hockey. Field hockey. Field hockey it is. All right. So a few highlights of the season. Senior night against the Fleetwood Tigers. They pull out a 3-0 win. On the strength of goals by seniors Selma Imkown and Hayden Adams. Sophomore Morgan Gilbert already or adding to that goal score. Sophomore Marley Weller had two assists on the night. They recognize seniors Hayden Adams, Addie Devage, Selma Imkun, Lexi Mata, Haley Pearsall, and Alexis Spies, as well as their manager, Emily Miller, for, of course, their leadership and contributions to the team. So senior night, always a very special night to not only as far as the players, but the manager as well. Well, sure. Well, sure. My perfect color commentator to allow me to find something and I get the one-word response. Ava, you have somebody. I do. Who do we have with us? Layla Dibler. Okay, Layla. Tell us about your main contribution to the team. Oh, I played left mid the whole season. Okay, so, so this is, and I, I don't know anything about field hockey. Is this a primarily offensive or defensive uh, position? It's both, really, but it's mainly offense. Okay, how many goals did you score this year? Uh, three to five, I forget. <laughs> Humble, I like that. What year are you? I'm a freshman. You're a freshman, so you're going to be continuing next year. Yes. How do you feel about next year's team? I think we're going to be doing pretty good. All right, Layla, I'm going to ask you questions here. So as far as how long have you been playing field hockey? I've only been playing since seventh grade. Since seventh grade. All right. And was this something where you had a friend, something you always wanted to try? Tell us how you got involved. Um, I had a friend that was playing, and she kind of just, like, begged me to come and play with her. I was going to play volleyball at first, but... (laughs) You should have came out for volleyball. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who that friend... Oh, no, was it Ava or somebody else? It, it was you. Okay, yeah, there you go. So it shows you how much pull you have. <laughs> All right, Layla. Well, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate your comments on field hockey. Continued success to you. And let's talk about the roster very quickly here. Field hockey for 2023, Peyton Kreider, Tegan Martorano, Mackenzie Spies, Morgan Gilbert, Bella Redding, Caitlin Stavarsky, Caitlin Nichols, Carly Grove, Marley Weller, Abby Starnes, 
Molly Lubinow, Emma Howarder, Haley Pearsall, Alexis Spies, Hayden Adams, Addie Devage, Salma Imkown, Lexi Mata, Claire Isselman, Lily Laverty, Sierra Kreider, Ella Lynch, Lydia Smith, Ellie Full, Alexis Speary, Layla Dibler, Mackenzie Speary, Genevieve Carpenter, Isabel Catania, and Nayla King, as well as Lico Cook. So congratulations to girls field hockey for a fantastic season. You want to take a break? If you'd like, we can. Let's take a break. That'll allow me to catch my breath here, go to the next topic or sport, which will be soccer, the girls and boys, and we will return after a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network from the new Birdies Inn. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragoSports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragoSports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragoSports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. We are back at the new Birdie's Inn. If you're at home listening to this and you haven't come out here yet, look, there's NFL football. There's the National Lacrosse League. Yes. Who knew? There is the Premier League. There is college basketball. College football college football, everything that you possibly need in one place. Come on out. I promise between that, the food, the drinks, the camaraderie, you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. You know, the new Birdies Inn is what, what I've taken to calling the hang. This is the hang in Exeter. This is the place where you come to have fun. This is, you know, every time I walk through the door, I'm greeted and, and, and hi, Jerry, like, like everybody knows who you are. It's, it's, it's cheers. It is cheers, indeed. <laughs> it is, without a doubt. So I think as we come in, we'll just yell, Norm. Whoever, whoever's at the bar that you've seen before, just point, you got to point to them because everybody's going to think they're Norm. So every time somebody walks in, it's Norm? Well, they have to sit down and you have to point at them. Okay. I mean, there's a little bit more involved, but so right. be it. 
All right, let's move to soccer, shall we? Some highlights back on October the 4th. Exeter would beat Governor Mifflin 6-2. Here we go. You like soccer. Dude, I love soccer. You know that. Sophomore Chase Flood, four in a game. Four goals in one game. Four goals in one game. Are you kidding? That's really impressive. That's insane is what it is. I couldn't agree more. Sophomore Mackenzie Menser would add another. And again, a 6-2 win, which, again, over uh, Burke's rival, that's sweet. It's huge. And four goals in a game. Never mind that the entire team scores six. That's exactly right. They also made it to the BCIAA quarterfinals. I know they beat Governor Mifflin. Uh, they came back and beat him again, one nothing. I didn't actually catch up to what they had done. They had a game against Wyoming missing after that. But needless to say, they're beating up on Burke's opponents. Dude, it is always great to beat Governor Mifflin. That started a couple of years ago for me. It's always good to beat Governor Mifflin. All right. Well, you've got the girls' soccer team to thank for that. Do we have any? Well, of course, all I have to do really is look for Ava because she knows she's the pulse of Exeter right now. All right. So who do we have there, Ava? Chase Flood. We have Chase Flood. There you go. Hey, everybody, let's hear it for Chase. So, so, Chase, does soccer come naturally? Four goals, you know, you're a sophomore here. Where does that come from? Yeah, soccer's been my main sport since I was three. I really love this sport, and I always want to practice and get better at it. Chase, you had four in one game. How many did you end up with for the year? I think I had about 16 goals for the year. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, slightly off topic. Who's your Premier League team? Uh, Berks United FC. Okay. Oh, Who's your Premier League? The English team. soccer. Who's your team? <laughs> Alex Morgan. That's all right. She's a little confused right now, but that's all right. She must not be not a, not a big deal. Yeah, it's one of those you either know hear. or you don't. You know what? It's Jerry. Trust me. Premier it's League me. around here, nobody knows what that is. You're not alone. Trust me. Oh, all right. Oh, <laughs> Ian all of a sudden knows. Ian, I guarantee you, before Jerry, you didn't know. <laughs> okay. Always secondary. Yeah, isn't that the truth? So, Chase, all right. Now, being a sophomore... And I know a big thing that I talk about as far as veteran leadership, it sounds like you're there already. So tell us, from a veteran leadership standpoint, how do you try to bring that to the team? Well, you always want to have team camaraderie. We always try to do different things together outside of just the sport. We're all friends in school. We all wave to each other in the hallway. And I think we just have a really good connection with each other. We don't really have any fights among the team, and we're all really good friends. Fantastic. All right, Chase, of course, we see you out on the basketball court. I know it's a different season, but we see you there as well. It's fantastic seeing you out there. Everybody, let's hear it for Chase Blood. We've got another girl, Darren. We've got Um, another soccer player. All right, here we go. Maddie McAuliffe. All right, Maddie. Now, Maddie, I understand you're a goalie. What? Oh, you're not the goalie? (laughs) Would you like to be? Would you, would you want to be a goalie? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Is, there a, is Maddie a goalie, or am I just way off base? Um, I don't think 
Uh, you know so, what? No. It's probably another. You know what? We're going to talk about another sport, and I'm going to see yeah. Maddie, and then that's where it all will make sense. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, all right, now that I know you're not a goalie, tell us what position you play. I usually played um, defensive mid, so like right in the back of our midfield. Okay. And as far as what class are you in? I'm a freshman. You're a freshman. All right. So tell us. I'm assuming you've been playing soccer for a little while, too. I have, yeah, ever since I was five or six years old. Yeah, ever since what I call the elephant days of soccer, <laughs> where the ball is there and everybody basically just runs to it. Oh, yeah. So as a freshman, what do you see your role on the team, of course, not only this year, but moving forward? Um, I, As a role on this team, I want to try and help other girls, other freshmen coming in next year and trying to lead our, trying to help our team get to farther in the season next year. All right. Now, as far as being a defenseman, obviously a little more pressure on you because even though the goalie gets a lot of heat, sometimes they look at the defense breaking down. Yeah. Tell us how you, in your role as a defenseman, you've got to be pretty active back there. I mean, it's very important also to communicate with the other people back there with you because, to be honest, you can't do it by yourself. There's too much, too much going on and too many people running down the field to do it by yourself. So a really good sh a shout-out to the defense of Exeter. All right. Well, Maddie and Chase, again, thank you both. Everybody, let's hear it for girls' soccer. <laughs> All right. And I already read the... Just those two, Ava? Okay. All right, so you now... You were looking at me like there was another one coming. All right, so now it's time for the roster. We didn't get to the roster Do yet the for roster. the girls. All right, so here is girls' soccer for 2023. Let's see, make sure I've got it right here. Hadley Arnold, Kendall Drosba, Molly Gearing, Reese Davis, Adela Leal, Madeline McAuliffe, Madeline Rissmiller, Haven Bessemer, oh, now that got cut off on me, Kara Miller, Juliana Nerney, the captain, Rebecca Lee, Sophia Matajasic, captain, Juliana Minner, Corinna Shevick, Mackenzie Menser, Devin Marcinkowitz, Haley Redinger, Juliana Albu, Aubrey Ridge, Cadence Putt, Perla Alvarado Rueda, Abigail Wade, Coach Mike Lee, Head Coach Milt Scholl, Sydney Burke, Kendall Spinka, Kate Duvall, Taylor Brownback, Jada Hood, Coach Brittany Thies, Coach Brandon Put, and let's see, is it Kayla Karasek? Does that sound right? I get blocked there. Uh, let's see, Captain Grace Holleran, Chase Flood, you who you heard from, of course, Captain Maggie Kopansky, Olivia Robinson, Haley Myers, Holly Skipper, Myra Dolan, and Andrea Domenico, Domino? It's one of those, every time it gets blocked, I can't quite tell. Anyway, hopefully you know who that is. But there is your 2023-2024 girls soccer team. Let's hear it for them. All right, now we move to boys' soccer. A highlight on the season, a September 29 battle with Governor Mifflin. Apparently, I picked all Governor Mifflin stuff. Well, I, I think that it's uh, maybe present in our minds. But the reason I picked this was the result. A one nothing win 
in double overtime. Coming on a penalty kick from Callen Stuck. That will have been an amazing game to watch. That would have been an absolutely incredible game to watch. Now, there were eight saves on the night. Uh, so hopefully somebody, anybody, boys soccer. Is somebody from boys soccer here by any chance? Going nope. once, not seeing anybody. Well, let's recognize the players on the boys soccer team. Daniel Wolf, Luis Ochoa, Mason Sarah, Evan Smith, Stephen Frederick, Joven Patton, Ethan Jones, Giorgino Descala, Maxwell Dromby, Jared Santos, Cody Eschenauer, Jaden Widener, Brenton Feathers, Dongwood Kim, Kyle Stout, Josh Holt, Chase Noel, Callan Stuck, Coach Jose Rosa, Coach Matt Eschenauer, Coach Preston Wismer, Samaj Roberts, Brett Walters, Jack Mulhair, Connor Wanzer, Coach Scott Wicks, Angel Flores, Robert Dang, and David Bryce. So appreciate all of those athletes for boys soccer for 2023. What do you want to go to next, Jerry? How about tennis? Why don't we go to tennis? Are you a tennis player? Have you played tennis, or are you pickleball? I, I used <laughs> to play badminton. Does that count? <laughs> badminton. You know what? I'm going to let the folks decide. All right, so we, we talk about tennis. We talk about pickleball, if you play that, which I'm not going to knock. Do you compare that to badminton crowd? Give me a, a, a holler if yes. Yeah, see, that, sorry, Jerry. I'm in a Badminton minority. Imagine does that. does not add up to tennis or even pickleball. Sorry. All right. I'll allow <laughs> so it. So you got nothing? I know. No love. <laughs> That's all right. Tell us your badminton experience, Jerry. It was. Well, you were the king at badminton. <laughs> no, I was not the king. <laughs> all right. Let's find as far as some tennis information here. All right. So this is the girls. Uh, the head coach, Mike Herman, they finished the season 15-3. and three. That is impressive sure in and it of is. itself. 100%. Let's see. In the 2023 BCIAA championships, they got to the final round by beating Brandywine Heights 3-1 and Burks Catholics. There, they win the 2023 BCIAA Tennis championship, beating the Conrad Weiser Scouts at Muhlenberg by a final of three sets to two. So congratulations to the girls on the BCIAA Tennis Championship. And it was actually sweet revenge for the Eagles because earlier in the season they dropped a 4-3 match to the Scouts. So nice way to come back and get that revenge. Revenge, exactly. Revenge is sweet. Let's talk about the roster for girls tennis. Hansika Kunduru, she was number one in singles. Let's see, Kara Miller, Gigi Wentling were the number one doubles team. Maya Martorano was number two singles. Add to that freshman Gia Makadia, Ryland Hollinger, Maria McCartan, and let's see if I can add. Go ahead, Jerry. We have an interview. We, we have the coach. All right. Well, yes. I'm going to stop right there. Ava, tell us. Uh, let's find out who you have. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having us tonight. Um, I'm Mike Herman. I'm the head coach of the Exeter 
tennis team, both boys and girls. And uh, you want to ask a question? That's okay. Yeah, the question as far as coach, 15 and 3. Did you see that kind of season coming into it? You're, you're starting, of course, in the early season. You're going through practices. Do you recognize you really have that kind of possibility? Yeah, um, no. Um, we started out a little bit slow. We played some teams, and we, we, we got beat. They were close matches. And um, then we went on a tear, like 11-0 tear at the end of the season and ended up winning the, the county championship. Was it a surprise to me? Yeah, it actually was. The team that we beat in the championship, we actually lost to during the regular season. So it was pretty. It was it was a lot of fun. Girls are great, and uh, it was a good run, no doubt. So tell us about your number one and your number two singles players. Obviously, they're going to be your anchors on the team. Tell us how they came through for you this year. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, number one and number two, uh, they swipped, They they swapped during the year. They're both very very competitive players. They're both number ones. Um, however, one's good senior. Uh, Hansika is a senior, so um, it's going to put a lot on Maya Martirano's shoulders next year, and I think she's uh, going to be going to be good, and she's going to perform very well. So tell us, as far as the makeup of your team, do you have obviously some senior, junior leadership and some younger talent coming through? Let us know. Your yeah, team we makeup. actually do have some really good. We had good senior leadership this year, and I expect it again for next year. Um, we keep growing as a team, and we keep bringing on new, new players with great personalities and great leadership qualities, and um, hopefully we'll continue for the next couple of years at least. So one final, having coach, not tennis, I play tennis, so, you know, pickleball, all that stuff, call it what you will, Bad Jerry. Man. Anyway, uh, as far as from a coaching standpoint, what's the hardest thing to impress on your players as a tennis coach? Uh, I, I think the hardest thing is to... Uh, once you teach them something, we want them to kind of get it to a repetitive, you know, understanding. And uh, sometimes you get a little frustrated as a coach when they, when they don't do that. I'm sure all coaches are like that. Uh, tennis especially, because there's, there's certain things we want them to do. Uh, but our girls are, are good. They listen, they learn, and they compete. And that's all I can ask for for them. Fantastic. Coach Mike Herman, we appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Again, congratulations on an absolutely fantastic season. Again, the BCIAA Girls Team Tennis Championship. Congratulations. Good luck next season. All right, so we will go to the girls tennis roster. As he mentioned, and, and I did previously, but I'm going to read everything and go through it. Hansika Kanduru. Myra McCartan, Maya Martirano, Gigi Wentling, Jillian Foster, Rylan Hollinger, Kara Miller. See if I can get this here. Of course, we have Coach Herman, Monica Stratton, Gia Makadia, Kristen Althouse, Malena Schneider, and Coach Rob Del Elmo. So again, congratulations, girls tennis. We look forward to next season. All right, golf. Jerry, I see you as a golfer. Uh, <laughs> I gave up golf maybe like 25 years ago when it became more fun to try to wreck the cart than to actually play the game. That, that, that can be a bit of a challenge. So it kind of became a waste of money, so I gave up. <laughs> I thought you might have said miniature golf was your thing. And miniature golf. I'm great at miniature golf. All right, so...
Something about the boys' season, this is fantastic. Giulia Weiser became the first freshman golfer at Exeter to qualify for the PIAA State Tournament. That is a fantastic accomplishment, so congratulations there. Who do we have there? Julia Weiser. Look at that. All right, so tell us, how did you get involved in golf? So my dad, um, he got me started in it. He played, and ever since I was younger, I just fell in love with the game. All right, your, your best round is? Ooh, um, <laughs> I played really good at the state championship at the Penn State golf course. Um, and I also play, my, one of my best rounds were probably at districts for the golf championship, so. So tell us about your experience at the state championship. Yeah, I was one of four freshmen. I was the only girl from Exeter to qualify for states. And um, it was a really cool experience. Um, I met a bunch of different people there. And it was this, it's the same course that the Division I Penn State players play on. So that was a cool accomplishment, playing wow. the same course. So you're going into something, obviously, of that magnitude. How do you calm your nerves? How do you keep focused on the job at hand? Um, it was really it was a nerve-wracking experience. Um, just taking deep breaths before my shots, and that's, that's just what I do to calm my nerves. Yeah. All right, and how's the putting game? Obviously, you can have every, you know, your drivers, your irons. How's the putting game? It's, ac- it's probably my best part of my game. It's what I practice the most, and, yeah, that's definitely the strongest part of my game, I'd say. All right, so here's the scenario. You're 110 yards out. You're hitting a little uphill, okay? Green, maybe a right-to-left slant. What are you pulling out of your bag? Definitely a nine-iron. Nine iron, and yeah. you're going right at the pin. Yeah. All right, fantastic. All right, Julia, well, thank you for your time. Again, congratulations on your accomplishments. That's amazing. All right, here we go. Let's talk about the team. Ethan Sarah, Reed Wendler, Mark McGaw, Lucas Willauer, Caleb Schloppick, Joey Henderson, Liam Myers, Luke Gehring, Julia Weiser, Jack Forey, Ashton Warkhol, Cody Morgan, Sean Rathman, Paxson Forey, Miles Brandt, Landon Woolley, Landon Goffler, Nathan Kleinsfelter, and Jackson Lynch. So congratulations to the boys' team again, Julia. A fantastic season for you. What an accomplishment getting to States. That's incredible. Darren, before we transition to the next one, I am told that another senior cheerleader walked in recently. Where do we have the senior cheerleader? They're pointing to the far corner. Obviously, she's trying to stay hidden, but the sleuth, that is Ava Strauss, will track her down. I was informed she's in the kitchen because she works here. (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to make sure we have her with an interview. Bringing her out right now, I think. That's right. In fact, let's give you some scores from around the area. Minnesota beating Cincinnati 7-3, 144 to go in the second there. I don't have, apparently the National Lacrosse League game is over because I don't have that update right now. 
Uh, there's a college basketball game going on. They're at commercial, so that really doesn't help you either. And the game is ready. All right. We have the interview. Let us know who we've got. Hi, I'm Kaylee. Kaylee? Yeah. Your last name? Mierzwinski. Mierzwinski. All right, Kaylee, tell us your position. I'm a flyer. You're a flyer. Oh. Yes. So I'm the person in the air for cheerleading. Y you are one of the brave, intrepid souls. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So is this, we, we talk about being a flyer, you've got to have a lot of confidence oh, yeah, in, in sure. the girls as far as you know, making up the block or I don't know the terminology. I mean, definitely. Um, being confident is definitely one of the hardest things that we have to focus on, especially when being in the air or doing anything with cheer. Confidence is key, I like to think, and then also putting in the work is the second. So... Those are two very important things for me. And Kaylee, what class are you in? Are you junior, senior? Oh, I'm a senior. You're a senior. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about veteran leadership. What are you trying to pass along to, obviously, the younger girls on the squad? I think the biggest thing is that they just need to be confident in themselves. Um, you don't necessarily need somebody to lead you. You should lead yourself and lead your team as you can. So being confident and just um, doing their technique and doing what they're doing now is pretty much the best thing that they can do for their cheer career. All right. And uh, do I understand correctly, you're in, are you in competition cheer, obviously? Yes. You're yeah. going to nationals in February? Is that my understanding? We are in June. It's February, yes. We are nationals in February, which is fantastic. Again, yes. we talked about the championship, the District 3 championship. You know what? Tell us about your experience there winning the championship. Well, um, we won Worlds last year. It was one of the best experiences of my life, being with wow. all of my friends and my family, um, and being able to accomplish that was just amazing. Um, I think a lot of the girls need to kind of get ready for it. Um, so far, we've been doing pretty good. We won counties. We won regionals. Um, but I think the girls need to start putting in the work, especially because it's a lot different there, and we have a lot of competition. Worlds. You won worlds. Yes, Are you kidding? That's just mind-boggling. Exeter Township has won worlds in competition cheer. Kaylee is literally a world champion. Yeah. She is a world champion. Yeah, that's <laughs> phenomenal. Well, Kaylee, we appreciate the time with us this afternoon again. Good luck at Nationals. Obviously, you're preparing the girls. You're providing that veteran leadership, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much. All right, thanks. Let's hear it for Kaylee. All right, here is a sport. Let's tell you what. Let's take a break, Jerry. That'll allow me just to yeah. gather my information here. Right. So, again, we are at the New Birdies Inn. It is the Exeter Fall Sports Roundup. We'll be right back after these messages. It's the Exeter Sports Network. It's the most wonderful time of the year. They know that Santa's on his way. 
He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly We are back at the New Birdies Inn. I'd be remiss if I didn't point out a distinguished guest among us, a Division I football player with the Delaware Blue Hens, Exeter lineman extraordinaire, Anthony Big Cheese Cachese in the house. Let's give him a round of applause. District 3 champion, you forgot that part. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. Twice. That's right, twice. But great to have you in the house, Anthony. I certainly hope everything going great down there at uh, the University of Delaware. We get a thumbs up for those of you who can't see him. So obviously things are going well. That's great to see. All right, we move on. The Exeter Falls Sports Roundup Water Polo. Jerry, how long do you think you could float in water? I don't know, but you know I'm going to make the same joke I always make. <laughs> I think it's really cruel that they drown horses. Okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's, it's an incredible expense. That's a rough joke. Yeah. That's really is. a rough joke. It is. All right, so let's talk about the boys first. The only thing I remember, and I say this too, back when I was in school, you know, it's the when I was a kid thing, and apparently nobody else did this. Back but in the 1920s. Back in the 1920s, where in order to float... Now, I remember the one time on swim team, I did backstroke, okay? Okay. Summer swim, oh, it's backstroke, you can do it. I almost drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I almost drowned. I remember it to this day, and I did it one time. That is why I don't play water polo. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> Pretty close. Okay. Because these kids are amazing. If, I mean, obviously, swimming's one thing. But the fact to, you know, obviously, you're not running around. It's not like you're in five feet of water, and you're running around basically playing basketball or basket soccer in the water. You've got to have that upper body strength, the lower body strength, in order to move around, obviously, from end to end. I, I would imagine that it's very different than running on a floor or a field. And, and just the, the strength that it takes to throw a ball as you're trying to float, as you're trying to keep yourself from being submerged, it's just, it's, it's impressive. All right, let's talk about boys' water polo. Some season highlights Saturday, September 2nd. Exeter played Hazleton in the Jumpstart Tournament. Alex Papa scored three goals. William Keim, two goals and an assist. Jonah Mateo scores two goals. Aiden Bohm has a goal and an assist. Caden Hughes, 12 saves. Now that's something else in a 9-0 win. So talk about the goalie as well where you're basically kicking with your legs for the entire game, and he comes up with 12 saves. Yeah, I, like I can't imagine... You also have to throw reflexes into that staying afloat thing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, so on the season, Evan Carl scored 79 goals, had 21 assists. Aiden Bohm, 63 goals, 33 assists. 60. William Keim, 25 goals, 28 assists. Alex Papa adds 28 goals and 6 assists. Caden Hughes, 6 goals, 28 assists. Charles Jacoby, 7-6. and six. Jonah Mateo, 14-9. and nine. Add the scoring column players as Elias Rutherford, Kyle Guilford, Ben Lynch, Josh Griffin, and Ethan Tibbetts. And there's a lot of young talent there to look forward to next season. 
And did you say somebody had 33 goals? Uh, actually, so Evan Carl on the season, 79. 79. Is 79 I goals. That one. 79 oh, goals, God. 21 assists on the year. That's impressive. That's an even 100 points. It would be an even 100 points. You're, you're right there. Wow. Crack staff here at the Exeter Sports Network giving you numbers that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Indeed. All right, let's uh, quickly give you, as far as the roster, Kyle Guilford, Elias Rutherford, Ethan Tibbetts, Bryson Otero, Ryan Guilford, Ben Lynch, Adam Crotty, Will Kime, Charles Jacoby, Connor Devlin, James Gearlick, Nick Griffith, Evan Carl, Joshua Griffith, Alex Papa, Jonah Mateo, Caden Hughes, Aiden Bohm, and I believe Coach Mark Ricketts. So do we have any of the boys' water polo players in the room? Nobody jumping up on not. that one. However, I think, if I heard Ava correctly, we do have girls' you water did hear polo. Ava so, Ava, oh, there we go. We see the microphone. We will get to all the season highlights for the girls in a second. So, Ava, let us know who we have here in the room. Hi, my name's Allison Kime. Allison, hi there. Tell us what position you play. Um, my main position would be defensive hole, which is like right in front of the goal. So. All right. And, and, and Allison, tell us, how do you get involved in water polo? So right now, there's actually a league at Muhlenberg that younger kids can join if they're interested in playing. And it's with um, like Antietam, Ole, Exeter, Muhlenberg. And there's some summer programs that have been at Crestwood and Antietam the past few summers. So. I would say that's the best way to get involved. And All then right. you can join your freshman year of high school. So. Okay. And tell us as far as what's been your experience. What, what class are you in? I'm a senior this year. You're okay. So we're going to have the senior leadership question, which is always the easy one. But tell us as far as how your game has developed once you've gotten to Exeter as a freshman to where you are now. Yeah, so my freshman year, I didn't really know how to play at all, but the coaches and the team really helped me learn and grow. So this year, um, I actually was the captain, and I got to be way better than I ever expected. So, Do you have a question, Jerry? Tell me how you uh, float and do everything you have to do. I mean, like, like how much practice is this? Um, so it's a lot of practice. Our like first two and a half, three weeks is all mostly conditioning and treading and there's a special tread called egg beater and it's like you've got to spin your legs opposite ways at like the same time it's it really does help you get to stay above the water are you writing this down jerry uh you know, i've got a mental you note taking notes Ava. okay it's it's a mental note <laughs> yeah so i guarantee you that's not happening it's just not going to happen <laughs> so so allison I'm going to talk about the veteran leadership. You've been there as a freshman. You talked about how the older girls, when you were a freshman, helped you out. So how do you see it now that you're a senior looking back at the younger girls on the squad? They, I think our team has a lot of potential. This year was really a rebuilding year because we lost one of our best players, but they've all really improved. They all know what they're doing now, and our coach has been helping, and I feel like there's a lot of good potential on our team for leadership in the coming years. So. All right, fantastic. Allison, we appreciate your time. Good luck to you. Oh, go ahead, Ava. We do have a Maddie, and she is a goalie. She's a Okay, goalie there you go. There I'm, I'm vindicated. All right. Is, is she right behind you? Okay. 
Hi, Maddie. I'll, I'll finally call Maddie the goalie and get it right one time, right? Hi. Who do we have? Give me oh, your name. Maddie McCraw. There we go. Yes, in fact, I have you. You'll hear some of her numbers, her safe numbers, in my write-up here as we get to it. But, Maddie, all right, you're the goalie. How much pressure is back there on you? Um, a lot. Like, it's really, it's really a team effort, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of pressure on me when I'm goaling and there's a ball coming at my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many saves would, do you think you had on the year? I don't know about a year, but normally, like, within a game, I have, like, 10 or over 10 saves for, like, an average game. All right. Now, with you, of course, other players, you know, like Allison, they're going up and down the court. Is it called a court, or is it just the pool? How about a pool? It's like a field. A field, okay. I don't know. All right. So you're, for the most part, stuck in the goal. So, obviously, these scissor kicks that Allison is talking about, you've gotten really good at them. Darren, it's egg beater. They egg beater. Scissor kick, egg beater, same thing. Yeah, I've gotten really good at it. I definitely have to, like, tread up because the goals are high and, like, pop up when the ball's coming. And I have to, like, time it right so that I can block the ball and get enough height to block it. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question that a water polo goalie may not necessarily hear. How tall are you? Um, I'm 5'8". Five 5'8", eight. Five eight. okay. So I was thinking I might hear like 5'2", where when you're talking about you've really got to push yourself out of the water, there's yeah. quite a ways for you to go. But 5'8", that's good for you. That's great as far as being a goalie in order to, to get that uh, wingspan up to cover the top of the net. Yeah. It would be about wingspan, wouldn't it? It would be about wingspan. Well, you've got to keep yourself, like she said, you've got to keep yourself up on the water. You can't keep yourself literally at water level. You've got to be pushing yourself out. So give her credit because the egg beaters are uh, obviously helping her a whole lot more. (laughs) Is goalie the most difficult position? Um, Yeah, I'd say so. Would we get an argument from anybody else that it's the most difficult? No? (laughs) No. Definitely no, Allison doesn't have anything coming out of her head. <laughs> so I, I think that alone, it's one of those where, okay, she gets it. She wins. All right. So, uh, again, Maddie, I'm going to mention some stats during the course of the year. But congratulations to you. Good luck to you. And thanks for taking some time with us this afternoon. Thank you. All right. Let's hear it for Allison and Maddie. Here you go, some season highlights for girls water polo. Thursday, September the 7th, Exeter at Reading. Allison and Vivian Rogers each score three goals. So we had Chase scoring four. Yep. All right, soccer in in a soccer game. Yep, yep. We've got Allison Vivian scoring three. Uh, Vivian also added an assist. Helen Ott added two goals. Ariana Alexander, Naya Morales each with an assist. Maddie McCraw, nine saves in a 13-6 win. Impressive. Very impressive. So even let's go to Saturday, October 21st, Lower Marion. Peyton Wagner scores four goals, had an assist. Megan Wagner had three. June Grimm, Kinley Guziak, Amelia Sajeda all score goals. Vivian Rogers, Sophie Ulatowski adding assists. And guess what? Maddie had nine more saves. It's a third, excuse me, 11-5 victory. So just impressive numbers.
And Dan, I, I, like, I, I don't understand how, ladies, how, how is the game broken down? Uh, there's four quarters. So four quarters lasting how long? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah. So, and there are, of course, time stoppages. Yeah. And you have to keep going through that 28 minutes. So the game is probably 45 minutes to an hour? Yeah, about that. Do you get a halftime break? We do get a halftime break. There's like a five-minute break in the middle where we switch sides with the other team. A whole five minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's an endurance test, Darren. It is an endurance test. <laughs> How do you sub out in water polo? The coach either calls you out um, after a goal or there's like 30 seconds that they get that they can sub during the game, but there's not a whole lot of stopping. So, so pretty much you're in, you're in. Yeah, pretty much. So for girls water polo, Peyton Wagner led the way. She had 30 goals, 20 assists. Vivian Rogers added 30 and 12. So certainly some numbers there. Are those girls uh, seniors? Are they underclassmen? Seniors. Seniors. So obviously the girls' water polo team looking for some younger uh, talent to step up to be able to replace that scoring next year. So uh, certainly, again, congratulations to girls' water polo. Allison, Maddie, again, thank you for joining us. And let's see. Oh, we're going to go to Ava's favorite. Badminton? Badminton. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he said it. I didn't. All right. And you know what? Let's start with girls volleyball. So here's, here's where I can start off. Actually, you can ask Ava some questions while I pull up my material. Yes, indeed. So, everybody, so you know, one of the great things about us doing fall sports for this fall was intern Ava Strauss. Now, the, the girls' water polo, the water polo coach, Mark Ricketts, is also the intern coordinator, and he does a great job placing students into jobs. He placed Ava with us. She was a rock star right from the beginning. She was unbelievable. I, I, I would give her something to do. I'd say, Ava, do this. And, you know, it seemed like five minutes later, it's done. There was nothing that we could ask that was too much. I, I assigned her, the, like, the big thing was to come up with her own podcast. And she did it with no help from me. I said, call me when you need help. And she did this podcast all on her own. She was so impressive, total rock star from the beginning. Ava also plays volleyball. I do play volleyball. Yes, she does. Yeah, let me hear it for Ava. I may be a little biased to this sport. You might be just a hair bias. That's correct. All right. So let's see here. Let me get. Remind me when we're done with girls volleyball. I neglected to read the roster for girls water polo. So I will do that. We'll take care of volleyball. Okay. And then I will back. I want to make sure that okay. every athlete gets mentioned as that's the purpose for uh, this afternoon. So the girls. They finish with a 9-3 league record. Third place, a very tough Burks one overall record of 13-6. Some season highlights. A 3-0 win at Daniel Boone Thursday, September 28th. Bella Cologne, 6 kills, 9 digs. Haley Schwenk, 19 assists with 2 kills, 3 digs. Natalie Schwenk, 12 digs. Peyton Klein, 2 kills, 2 aces. 
So obviously a lot of different talent, much like we talk about in football, much like we talk about in basketball, a number of, of athletes coming together to create the win. Indeed. And, you know, I got to one game this year, and I, I was just so impressed at the, the desire to get things done because I, I saw girls come off of that court with bloody elbows, et cetera, et cetera. Diving for balls, it's, it's beyond me. Yeah, it can be a rough sport. Diving on that floor is no joke. It actually really does hurt a lot. We make it look easy, but it hurts. <laughs> so, Ava, have you found an interview subject for girls volleyball? I do. My yep. teammate, our varsity starting setter, Caitlin Stanley. Also a softball hey. player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Caitlin, so as I take a look at my notes here, there was a 3-1 victory over Fleetwood on October the 19th, and a number that just astounds me, 41 assists. So obviously when you're setting like that, you're pretty active. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. When the passing's there, it's good, but when it's not, it's a lot of running around, just finding where the ball's at, you know, yeah. Are, are, do you feel a lot more pressure? Every, obviously, everybody's looking to you in order to, you're, I mean, obviously being the quarterback in that respect, <laughs> you feel a little more pressure in that situation? Yes, yeah, a lot more. Just like if the set isn't there, then the hit's not good and everything kind of gets blamed on you. But when you're good, you're, everyone, everyone just praises you. But when it's not there, it's, yeah, so it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> It's like being an NFL quarterback. When things are yes. going good, they're going real good. And when they're not, everybody's pointing the finger somewhere. Just and like usually it'll be you. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell us, obviously, are you a senior now? Yeah. Yes. All right. You've been playing volleyball, I would assume, for quite some time. Yeah. So tell us what your experience was when you got to the program as far as how the older girls might have tried to develop you as a player compared to you being a senior now and seeing the younger girls and trying to set that example? Um, I would say as a freshman, I was just really shy. Everyone's really shy as a freshman. Um, the upperclassmen would try to get you to open up more. And I would say as a senior, we have a really good relationship with the underclassmen. They're not scared to talk to us. So they're really open. It's an open book. Yeah. Got a question, Jerry? Yes. You, you know, we've been concentrating very much on the sports themselves. But do you find it difficult in, in participating in volleyball? And in the spring, as we said, you're going to be doing softball. How difficult is it to fit your studies in as well? Um, I don't think it's, it's kind of difficult. I mean, going from school right to practice and then doing homework and then having to go to bed at a regular time, it's, it's kind of hard just to get your schedule figured out. But once you get like it organized, then it's a lot easier. So it's a, it's a matter of, of making yeah. a routine? Yeah, yeah. Have a okay. good routine. Good. Yeah. All right, Caitlin, we appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Good luck to you. Uh, of course, the, the rest of your senior season, softball coming up, yeah. where, of course, the Exeter Sports Network will be uh, we'll keying be in and we'll be able to uh, bring back, of course, this memory as we watch you out yeah. there. Perfect. But uh, needless to say, thank you very much for your time. Good thank luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Ava. Anybody else for girls volleyball? I'm going to make Macy talk. 
I'm with my other, I'm a right side, but Macy also played right side this year, and she played middle for Exeter. This is Macy Feathers. Hi. Hi, Macy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're good. Not, you're not nervous. Even though Ava drew you into this, you're absolutely fine. Caitlin set the example. She showed you how this goes. It's not a big deal, right? Oh, definitely not. Uh, oh, well, that's good to hear. That's fantastic. Ava, release the headlock now. She's okay. You're okay, Macy. You can breathe. All right, Macy, so tell us about your experience this year with girls' volleyball. Um, my experience this year was really good. Um, we had eight seniors this year, and we all became a really, really close family over the, the four years that we've been playing. And I started a lot later than the rest of them, but they all gave me the confidence that I needed to, I mean, play varsity this year and last year. I mean, it was a great experience. Do you, now, when you're out there, when, when you talk about coming in a little bit later, are you, oh, what's the best way to put it? You mentioned, I guess what you do in that situation is, as you mentioned, you lean on your teammates in order to, to build you up a lot more. Because I think if you're by yourself, you're probably, you know, a little tough on yourself. Yeah, so I practiced a lot um, over the past couple years that I've played, but definitely leaning on my teammates was um, what got me to this point and where I am. They really helped. Now, you mentioned the eight seniors. You're one of the eight seniors? I am. So tell us how those eight seniors have come together. You said how you kind of have gelled. Tell us how that happened. Well, we really hang out um, inside and outside of the sport. A lot of us play club together, not just school volleyball. We, as well as Chase said, we see each other in the hallways and we wave hi and we talk and we just have group chats and hang out all the time. So it's, it's a really good connection. Anything, Jerry? No. I'm good. Jerry's good. All right, Macy. Well, thank you for taking some time. We appreciate you getting dragged into the interview and you handled it like a professional. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Ava, we can't let you go. Of course, you know, being the volleyball player that you are. Talk to me, Darren. All right. So, Ava, okay, here you go. I'm going to put you on the spot, all right? Okay, We've I'm got ready. Macy. We have Caitlin. Tell us what they mean to you. Oh, we're getting deep now. That's right, we are. Okay. Well, um, I'd say, I, well, we've been playing together since for as long as I can remember. We started playing junior high times. Um, we've always played together. Uh, I have a bit more, I had a lot closer of a connection to Macy this year because we both played right sides where we did practically everything together um, position wise. And it really, it was a little bit competitive because you obviously are fighting for that position on the court. But at the end of the day, like after every game, every practice, we talked, we'd always hug, we'd always congratulate each other. And I think that's what's really important in sports, especially at the varsity level. And it being um, all three of our senior year, um, we just want to make the best of it. And in terms of setting for Caitlin, she has to not set forward, but backwards. She can't even see me and Macy. So I give a lot of props to Caitlin and working with us as much as she can because it is a difficult thing to do. Ava, I know you went into the BCIAA volleyball tournament as the number three seed. You beat Fleetwood in the first round, three sets to one. I knew Wilson was coming up next. Do you want to tell us how the BCI AA tournament ended for you guys? Um, it uh, didn't end in our favor, but I think a lot, well, a lot of people think, when they think Wilson, they think like 
no pun intended, but like the big dogs being like, they're a big team, got a lot of big girls and they're very talented as well. Um, we had a lot of talent on Exeter's team. And I think if you were at that game and watched us play, you would see that we were right there with them majority of the time. The games were neck and neck majority of that time. And they deserve the win over us. I definitely think that, um, but we worked really hard and it definitely showed. All right, certainly a 15-3 and three record. That's phenomenal. So congratulations on a fantastic season. One other thing I want to mention about the girls' volleyball team, and Ava, I think you were the one to point it out to me, and I looked it up uh, a little bit later. But the girls' volleyball team uh, did a, an amazing job of volunteerism as the team supported a family in, a family in need as well as the Antietam girls volleyball team, uh, because of the challenges that occurred due to the flooding over there, they had a community fundraiser during their October 5 match against Twin Valley. So great support from the community on that one, and certainly congratulations on the girls volleyball team for that volunteer effort. So congratulations again. Thank you very much, Darren. All right, let's give you the team real quick here. If I can get it up here on my phone, that'd be wonderful. All right, so volleyball members, Olivia Banks, Liliana Magazu, Reina Segroy, Sammy Bayer, Rami Mullins, Lily Wolf, Natalie Schwank, Haley Schwank, Maddie Fetich, Riley Clouser, Amaya Watson, Lily Acker, Carly White, Jason Grove, Chloe Yoder, Macy Feathers, Hannah Fraley, Caitlin Stanley, who you heard from, Morgan Miller, Audrey Gerlich, Taylor Mack, Jillian Warner, Riley Mack, Maddie Greider, who you heard from as well, I believe, Ridley Moyer, or Ridley Moyer, excuse me, Ava Strauss, intern extraordinaire, and Peyton Klein. So congratulations to girls volleyball for 2023. I want to go back very quickly to girls water polo to make sure that we recognize their team. Yeah, Darren was supposed to remind you. Go back to w girls water polo. All right, thank you for doing that. You're and welcome. here we go. Sophie Ulatowski, Nima Kamau, Raylan Tafariello, Caitlin Jones, Mimi Sajeda, June Grimm, Peyton Calvert, Peyton Wagner, Vivian Rogers, Megan Wagner, Abigail Rutherford, Coach Isabel, Coach Fanning, Maddie McCraw, who we heard from, Dakota Hughes, Allison Kime, we also heard from, Amelia Fanning, Kinley Guziak, Coach Alley, and Peyton Kreiser. So again, water polo girls. And guess what? There's one more to do. Let's take a quick break, Jerry. Let's take a break. We've got football to cover. We kept the football for last. And we'll get to that after this break. It's the Exeter Sports Network at the New Birdies Inn. Your 
We are back at the New Birdies Inn, the Exeter Eagles Fall Sports Roundup. Jerry, now it's football. We had the pleasure of covering every Friday night game. Of course, not only in the friendly confines of Don Thomas Stadium, but also around the county. Yeah, we did. And we traveled to, where did we go, Darren? We went to Muhlenberg. We went to Hempfield. So, so we did some traveling, and it was, it was another great football season. It, it was a great experience for us of camaraderie and, and with Ava as well, because she was at every game. No, she missed one. You missed the first game or the second game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Speaking matter. of Ava, before I forget, if you haven't checked out her podcast, The Student Chirp, yes, make sure you check that out. She mics up, which I actually thought was pretty cool. For basketball, Aiden McGee was mic'd up. And it's, it's amazing how a player changes and those players around him change when you mic them up, Ava. Yeah, um, I started doing that on my own time. Um, and I didn't originally plan on doing it. I had gotten portable microphones um, mainly for my podcast. And I realized, like, I could actually, like, use these on these guys. And when I brought them originally to the summer football practices way before season started, yeah. they all were asking me, like, are you going to mic me up? Or are you going to mic me up? And I was like, we can try it, sure. Just don't break it while you're tackling people. And they had a really good time. You get to listen back and to hear all the stupid stuff they say on the field that they don't know that I can hear. And it turned into a really fun thing. So I started doing it with basketball, and they really enjoy it, and I'm glad that they do. So The ones I like is when you, you've got them mic'd up, and they go, oh, I can't curse. Yeah, they, I tell them that every time. That's the main thing I say is you can't curse, and if you do, I have to cut it out. And so the whole practice, they're, they're, they look over at me. If they say something, and I say, oh, cut it out. Don't worry. I'll, I'll edit it. <laughs> All right, so again, the Student Chirp, Ava's podcast, check it out if you haven't yet. Let's get to Exeter Eagles football. They were 4-2 and two in Burke's two-league play, 8-3 and three overall. Some season highlights, sophomore Riley Martinez, he threw for 975 yards, had 10 TDs. Jaden Zandier, talk about a pleasant surprise. I took a look at the first game that we covered against Daniel Boone. Yeah. He didn't have one carry. He had one reception for 31 yards and a touchdown. Jerry, it turned into he became the starting running back. He was expected to be a, re a wide receiver, correct, or a tight end? That's right, a wide yeah. receiver. They had Zach pretty exactly. much at the tight end area. So, so he was expected to be a receiver. And right. I, like, I don't know if it was an accident that he became the running back, but, boy, did it ever work. Yeah, I think it was something they were looking for some, uh, some options at running back. He obviously came as the cream of the crop. On the year, he carried the ball 105 times, 1,124 yards, wow, man. a 10.7 yard per carry average. That's unheard of. It really uh, is. 10 TDs. Add in his receptions, and he averaged 161 yards per game. Total offense. Total offense. Yeah, it was a very great. It was a great season for both he and his brother Zach. It absolutely was. Carter Redding would lead the receivers. Sixteen catches, three hundred and sixteen yards. That's a nineteen point eight average per catch. Zach Zandier on his heels, fourteen catches and a fourteen point one yard per catch average. So they certainly had the options at the receiver position as well. And Carter also. 
Carter Redding also continued his, his great play uh, as the snapper with those two-point conversions. He had either three or four again this year. He did, and that was always when we would ask Coach Bauer, are these planned or not? And he would always be a little hesitant as far as, ah, well, the snap was a little high. Or <laughs> So good job to Coach Bauer uh, for those situations that maybe Carter just wanted to see if he could punch it in. Right, right. All right, and they could not have done that. We talk about the offensive line we did all year long. Logan Wegman, Nate Govan II, Ryan McConnell, Matt McConnell, Keegan Sneeringer, Sabatka, in a game that featured it all, a 49-27 win over Hemfield, Friday, October 13. That offensive line really kicked in. Jaden Zandier, 15 carries, 263 yards, three TDs. That's where he had a 33-yarder of 50 and mm-hmm. something like a 70 or something yarder uh, as far as runs for touchdowns. He had an interception, returned to kickoff 79 yards. Nate Pashley Carried the ball one time. Guess what? 35 yards and a touchdown. He had a 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown in that game. And Jaden Zandier in that game, 342 all-purpose yards. That's a monster game. An absolute monster game. As far as accolades, all-league picks, Nate Pashley, Logan Wegman selected as two-way Section 2 picks of the Lancaster-Lebanon League. Nate at defensive back and punter. Logan at tackle and defensive end. Zach Zandier in all-league selection, two at tight end for the second consecutive year. You know, Logan Wegman was, for me, one of the breakouts. And I think that he kind of built on what he did in track, which was to, to throw the, the, the disc, not discus, shot put to do shot put, Mm -hmm. and he was fifth in the state after having never thrown a single time in his life. So I think that that may have have bred some confidence in him, and he was a beast on that football field. He absolutely was, and of course, size helps. He's somewhere around 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 220-plus pounds, so he is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the years to come. Other first-team picks for Exeter, Jaden Zandier, center Matt McConnell, interior lineman Ronald Ryan McConnell, outside linebacker Aiden Dauble, one of just two sophomores to make the team. So very special there. So congratulations to all the coaches, the players, the managers, of course the cheerleaders on the sideline for football for really an amazing Exeter football season. It was a great season. It was Great fun for every anybody who came out to a game. Th- there was no disappointment. There was, it was just so much fun to watch this team and to watch them grow. And I think that they surpassed any kind of expectations that I had because I, I, I thought that the team was going to be like, eh, they were a lot better than that. Well, coming into the season, we knew, obviously, Mason Rattelli had graduated, so the quarterback position was going to be open for grabs. And in that first game, we saw Nate Pashley actually come out and have the first possession for Exeter because Coach Bauer didn't want to put too much on Riley Martinez as the sophomore. Well, as the year progressed, Riley really did mature into that QB position, uh, as I mentioned his numbers, but... 
something looking forward. Now he's got the experience going into football next year as a junior. Expect for that progression to continue. Yeah, and, and we're going to look for that progression. And uh, expect is a bad word, but he, he grew with every game. So there's no reason to believe that he's not going to be one of the top passers in Burks next year. We will give you the football roster, so pick up your favorite drink, grab your favorite Snuggie, settle in for the next three and a half minutes as we go through. And again, the reason we do this is our job, literally, at the Exeter Sports Network is to promote the athletes. So when we have something like this, the Sports Roundup, it is about the athlete, and we want you to hear each and every one of them, and not necessarily the ones that you'll hear from or about day in and day out, but everyone that's contributing in some capacity. Correct, and that's what this thing is about. It's about bringing notice to our student-athletes because they provide us with, with such a great amount of entertainment, and they put themselves on the line night in night out it's the practices it's everything it needs to be applauded it absolutely does all right snuggle in here your football roster gavin reiking david tasker keegan sneeringer sabatka zach zandir matt mcconnell nigel meekins ryan mcconnell alex panero nathan pashley manager madison cock you know, let's, let's give credit to the managers as well. A lot of times you talk about the players. If it's not for the managers running water in, whatever, as far as footballs and soccer balls and everything else, things don't run as smoothly as you might expect. Dude, a lot of things don't get done without those people. You're 100% correct. We move on to trainer Akila Hoxter, trainer Audrey Dickman. And again, credit to them as well. They keep the athletes in tip-top shape. Something happens. They're the first one on the scene to try to take care of them, get them back to health as soon as they can in the training room. So credit to them as well. Trainers, unbelievable. I, and, and I know that Audrey is the one that I always uh, hear, hear these great things about. Not, not, not that the others aren't, but I hear so much about Audrey, and she is such a sweetheart. And aside from athletic training, um, during football season, every time there was an away game, Audrey was my ride to all of those games, and I give her so much props because <laughs> the amount of times I made her play stupid card games and asked random ditzy questions that I had, she, she got a laugh out of me, and I made her laugh, and it was a great time, and I really appreciate her for all she does for not just me as an athlete, but athletes at Exeter. Fantastic. Continuing with the football roster... Coach Anthony Bourne, Coach Nick Schaefer, Coach Nick Beisker, Coach Todd Kleinfelter, Coach Matt Livingood, Head Coach Matt Bauer, Coach Chris Badinger, Coach J.P. Gibbons, Coach Jim Bauer, Coach Sabian Sasala, Coach Alex Dunmore, Coach Brandon Monk, Trainer Ali Connolly, Trainer Ebony Cobb, moving on. Richie Orfield, Eric David Heiser, Michael Livergood, Landon Garretson, Avon Acuna, Ethan Shore, Jacob Lashick, Joseph Liss, Aiden Reiking, Robert Gaston, kicker extraordinaire. Yeah, man. 
Elijah Moore, John Lefevre, Dylan Donate, Zaymar Paschal Armstrong, Idris Weaver, Pharrell Caceres, Casey Gerhardt, Jacob Panero, Philip Duval, Jaden Essinger. Let me take a look to see what I got here. Looks like Nathan Pashley. Nate Govan II, Jacob Hafer, Braylon Reinert, Aiden Rhodes, Patrick Payne, Jacob Franick, Israel Rivera, Dylan Boyles, Jaden Ware, Troy Good, Zumar Boston, Carter Redding, Osborne, oh, wait a minute. Make sure, I know there's a name in there. So the last name there, uh, let's see, Jola Marino. I think that's where I need to go. Kevin Oswald, Aiden Dauble, Genuine Stutzman, Chase Zandier, Logan Wegman, Caleb Young, Riley Martinez, Cameron Aiken, Jaden Zandier, Tyler Flanders, Justin Prizer, and I know there's a player with the last name Osborne Benoit, so I want to make sure I reference him. Matthew Liss and Yamil Crespo, an amazing team and an amazing season, Jerry. Indeed, and we are looking forward to next football season already, which will be carried on the Exeter Sports Network. Indeed it will. So again, congratulations to Exeter Football. We look forward to next season as there is an amazing amount of younger talent across the board, Jerry. We see as far as the seniors graduate, but they develop the younger players so well. And the, the seasoned veterans certainly create that camaraderie. We heard it here a number of times as far as going through these sports, talking to the athletes, how critical it is to cultivate that younger talent that, look, one day I'm not going to be here and you have to step up. A credit to the coaches for instilling that in the senior players and the, the other leaders on the team. Uh, for as much as we've been talking about the students, this doesn't happen without the coaches either. And, the, uh, uh, and, and let, let's just get into it with, with athletic director Tom Legath. It doesn't get done without him either, and on the, up through the school board. And let's go with the, uh, the, the administration, right up to Superintendent Christy Haller. Without all these people, it doesn't happen. You're exactly right. An amazing complement of coaches, of players, athletic directors, managers, administration. Ava's got her... Put it back on. Peanut butter burger to go home. Did you actually try? Okay, we're going to divert here a second. Did you try the burger? I did. And you had peanut butter and jelly on it. Did you put bacon on it as well? Yes, I did. And the final result is? I don't know if I was just really, really hungry because I haven't eaten anything all day, but it wasn't bad. Like, all right. It was actually good, pretty good. That's all right, it wasn't bad. The, the jelly was like <laughs> the sweet with like the bacon. That was like... What made it good, I think. Exactly. But I've had... Wait a minute. I we think we got good. a not bad. Good. We didn't get a great. We didn't get a wonderful. So you calm down Give over it an there. 8 out of 10. She clearly good doesn't burger. have 8 out of 10. All right. Well, you blew me out of no the water burgers. with 8 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite burger. All right. Well, Jerry, I think that's a wrap here at the new Birdies Inn for the Exeter Fall Sports Wrap-Up 2023. Any final words? Yes, let's thank Patty and John Moravich for hosting us. This was a great event, and they allowed us to come in and do this, and we need to send our thanks to them above all. 
Indeed we do. Patty and John, fantastic to us every time we're over here. They take care of us. We couldn't be more appreciative. Thank you very much. Appreciate everybody who came out this afternoon. And the staff here. Staff is fantastic. No, nothing better around as far yeah, as the let's, staff. Let's they have that. been... You want to talk about attentive, you need something, they're there. Very appreciative of their efforts as well. You cannot go wrong here at the New Birdies Inn. They've got sports, anything you want to watch, they'll put up on the screens for you. Second to none. This is my spot in Exeter. It is our spot in Exeter, spot. without a doubt. All right, it's time to wrap things up. Again, the Exeter Sports Network came to you from the New Birdies Inn. That's all for the Exeter Eagles Roundup Fall Sports 2023. I'm Darren Ziner. That's Jerry Gelliff. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. God bless.